welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are ya? How are your hearts? And of course, most importantly, how are your heads? Terrible, assumingly. What did you think of that uh, weird way of saying how the hell are you? I'm sort of trying it out. I don't know, is that 2021, you know, new year, new me and everything. Is that is that funny or is that just really, really weird and annoying? Nevertheless, how's it going, guys? What's happening? It's been a week. It's been a week since we spoke. Thank you to every single person who tuned in for the week of Sunday Roasts on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. I've gotten asked this quite a few times this week. So just so you all know, if you subscribe to the Patreon, you automatically get access to everything that I've ever posted before on the Patreon in terms of podcasts and additional material and everything. So uh, yeah. Thank you very much to everybody for listening. Obviously, this is all as a result of Dahi Carney managing to get the oval egg across the whitewash a few weeks ago. And it happened. We did seven shows. They were a complete disaster, some more than others, but we got through it. And that's the most important thing. On to the Leinster jersey giveaway. Let's just get into this really quickly. So I've actually already done the giveaway on Patreon during the week. The winner... Kean Hegarty was given 24 hours to contact me and he still hasn't. So obviously, thank you to everybody who entered the competition. Um, I'm sure the both of you would be really hoping that you'd win. Um, it was tough to sort of make the decision between, you know, Kean and the other person. So this whole joke is just basically saying that nobody entered it. That's the sort of gag that I'm getting at, albeit in a bad way. Die. Um, Kean. If you're listening to this, I'm going to give you until 9pm tonight to reclaim the prize. Otherwise, somebody else who is listening to this podcast now is going to win the signed Leonster jersey. So if you're listening to this and you still want it for a family member or for yourself, just let me know. Also, by the way, will people please stop sending me their sizes? They're going, yeah, I'd love to win the jersey. My size is uh, like male, medium, female, small. I'm not going down to JJD Sports. Right? I'm not nipping out to champion sports to buy the thing myself. Nevertheless, the show must go on. I also am aware that I still haven't announced the winner of the Scrum Diddlies competition, which we did back in October. So Jenny from Scrum Diddlies, if you are listening to this, I'm very sorry. We will do it at the end of today's show. And somebody will be winning a year's supply worth of ice cream from Scrum Diddlies. Like, that is sensational. But in bigger news, and better news, and brighter news, it was snowing today. Don't know if you saw any posts on Instagram about it or if you sort of spoke about it to any individual that you encountered online or digitally over the last six hours, but it was snowing today. And let's be honest here. This was the worst blizzard to hit Ireland since Brezzy picked up a guitar. Do you know what I mean? The blizzards. Good God. If a jumper from Jack Jones could write a song, do you know what I mean? Those purple t-shirts with the three buttons down the front. If the smoking area of Flannery's was to make music. If the LucasAid energy moustache on the upper lip of a geography teacher from Leash sang songs. This is the musical version of a super dry jacket. Do you know what I mean? The type of people that eat abracababra sober. Abracababra sober. That is the equivalent of putting a condom on after sex. The damage has been done, bro. You're one of those guys that complains about lads wearing skinny jeans. 
yet you think it's appropriate to wear baggy denim trousers over base London loafers in public and set up private Twitter accounts just to send racial slurs to the mayor of Dublin. Good God. Snowing in Dublin. It was snowing today. Which, as we all know, and we all said, Ah, sure, look, it's a bit, it's a bit of a distraction, isn't it? You know, anything just to, just to sort of take a break from all the COVID stuff. Yeah, that's fine. And you're dead right. You're dead wrong, though, when you say to me, Ah, it's like Groundhog Day, isn't it? No, it's like Groundhog Day. Guys telling me that it's like Groundhog Day is like Groundhog Day. This is becoming very meta. Yes, it's like Groundhog Day. We know that, but stop it. These guys... Because a, a little drop, a little trinket of snow lands across South Dublin, bloody city. Haven't seen more people in South Dublin talk about snow since the VIP suite in Crystal was open. Guys walking around Monkstown dressed like they're at Everest Base Camp. What the hell is going on here? You're wearing the spider ski suit in the Dublin suburbs. This isn't Chamonix. Seamus, it's Sheepoint. Are you shameless? You buffoon. In Seapoint, attaching your leap card to your jacket like it's a fucking ski pass. You're wearing a ski mask instead of a face mask. Snowing in Dublin. Do you remember? No, nothing created a frenzy. Nothing created a frenzy. A frenzy? Good stuff, Mark. Back in the stroke ward, are you? Nothing created a frenzy in secondary school, like whenever a few droplets of snow were visible from the classroom. Do you remember that? In my school, anyway, everybody would literally toss tables over and run across over to the window and stare outside and we'd just be screaming, snow, snow. Some of those guys did that in their mid-twenties, but for different reasons, nevertheless. You always had some real sarky, sarky student teacher then, you know? Oh, Jesus, lads. If you're getting this excited about snow, your lives must be very boring. Sorry? Well, if you're getting this excited about a bit of fucking snow, you must, your lives must be very boring. Uh, you are 23, you probably had coconut noodles for dinner last night, and you still shag guys with names that sound like mountains. You know the ones? Names that sound like mountains. Turlock, you know? Couvon, you know? Sugarloaf, you know? Absolutely outrageous. The only thing that could cause such an unbridled shitstorm in the schoolyard of a secondary school is whenever a dog would get into the yard. I think I've spoken about this before slightly, so forgive me if I'm repeating myself. However, at the end of the day, I only have a finite amount of ideas and I'm a complete fraud. I've somehow managed to pull the wool over society's eyes to get this far and long may it continue. Nevertheless, do you remember when a dog would get into the yard? Utter anarchy would ensue. I went to a boys' school, an all-boys' school, which is really good for the development of a young man's brain. Tits. Um, Honestly, it's so positive. Vaginas. It's so positive. Just girls in the nip all the time. Um, It's so positive for the development of a young man's brain to never be around women unless they're adopting a sort of maternal position or... A nocturnal position, am I right? No, you're wrong, Mark. Anyway, back to the dog in the school. I remember one time we were in like fifth year and this dog got into the school. The thing was running around for hours, quite clearly just looking for a belly rub. Every class was essentially dismissed and it was just all of these young, taciturn, emotionally deprived guys chasing around this dog until eventually somebody intervened and called the principal a muckers and said, listen, she's got to go back. Her name was Uno O'Shea. She probably should be doing a bit of study. You know what I mean? <laughs> Outrageous. Absolutely. She was, she was in fifth year. 
The only person to ever do PE via an oral... No, I... Well, actually, the real reason why I'm here to talk to you today is not because of Dahi Carney, it's not because of Scrum Diddleys, it's not because of snow business being snow business. The reason why I'm here to talk to you today is to ask for help. Because in the last few weeks, I've been with Mrs. Roast, okay? And I had the pleasure and their displeasure of meeting her parents. So I want to talk about guys in their mid-twenties, meeting girlfriends or boyfriends' parents for the first time. I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's a ridiculously difficult endeavour. As arrogant and confident as I sound on this microphone, deep down inside, I'm riddled with insecurities. That's why I delete mean things off my Instagram. It's why I still occasionally cry when I see the size of my breasts in the shower. Okay? So whenever I meet my girlfriend's parents for the first time, I know it sounds so fucking absurd, but let's all be real here. Meeting a partner's parents, it's like it brings you back to school. Do you know what I mean? It really and truly does. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do my best to break free from the shackles of schoolyard masculinity, but every now and then, the ball and chain of pre-pubescent awkwardness manifests out of the blue... And I end up not knowing how to talk to a grown man about anything other than sport or horse. Do you know what I mean? So, I'm just going to give you the snapshot of this. About a, a, few, a couple of weeks ago, I was invited to my girlfriend's house for drinks after their, like, they had a big family dinner with all the other siblings and their partners. Interesting that I wasn't invited to the dinner, by the way. Just the drinks. That's obviously the, that's the sort of character that I strike them as. But nevertheless, I was up for it. And, okay, by the way, I'm more than aware that me talking about relationships is quite ironic because I've not been in one ever. I've never been in a serious relationship where I actually thought I would not slur my words when I say relationship and also actually marry this person. There's a certain amount of irony. We're not talking Alanis Morissette with a cigarette, but we're talking maybe Jerry and Kate McCann being made in charge of the, like, locating the black box of Malaysian Airlines Flight 370. Anyway, I was on the way to my girlfriend's parents' house. And in my eyes, I had to have a few drinks before I went out. I'm not saying it's the right answer, but I didn't think it was the wrong answer. I thought, loosen yourself up, go down, And make sure you're full of energy. Because, by the way, her dad had originally heard about me through Mrs. Roast, of course. And do you know what his response was? He said, So, uh, what does he do anyway? And she said, um, (laughs) She said, (laughs) She said, He goes, So, what does he do anyway? And then he recovered from his stroke and he said, uh, So, what does he do anyway? And she said, oh, well, he's a comedian. And there was a pause. And he goes, oh, get fucked. Get fucked, Suzanne. My girlfriend's called Suzanne. He goes, oh, get fucked, Suzanne. Oh, get fucked now. There's enough comedians in this family. 
that's the sort of guy that I'm dealing with, by the way. The sort of the sort of cork guy. You know the cork man. He's lived in Dublin for the last thirty-seven of his forty-three years, by the way. Well, the Red Army. I'm from the real capital. Um, you work in Apple Green and you love Dublin. So what the hell is going on here? Nevertheless, he already hated me. But so in my head, I was like, right, I need to just grab the bull by the horns and just throw myself into this situation. Anybody listening to this will be aware that when you meet the parents of your partner, there is always an elephant in the room. Okay. There is always a quiet, unspoken truth that nobody wants to talk about. There is a dirty, dirty little secret in the room that exists at all times, drunk or sober, that nobody ever wants to address. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. I don't need to say it, but yes. He knows, ultimately, no matter what, no matter how nice I am, he knows that his daughter is currently with this guy. Who has a podcast? I know. Disgusting. Deplorable. Deplorable. Nevertheless, I arrive on scene, okay? I get I, I I arrive down and bear bear in mind they've all had a few drinks now. I've had a couple of bottles of Milton, nothing serious. I arrive down on set, okay? And I feel like, by the way, in my head, I feel like fucking Katie Taylor walking through the arrivals hall in Dublin Airport, Terminal 1. But you know what I mean? I feel like that now, expecting some sort of spectators to be surrounded. They're surrounding me as I arrive in the door. You know when you see the sort of plonkers of the placards of well wishes? Where do they get those? I never understood that. Where do they get those? You see, do the art and hobby shop have some sort of special on Supreme Irish Athletes? But you know when you see on RT News 6 o'clock and it's... Well, the story has been set and there's people came in their droves to Dublin Airport to watch Katie romp home. She's not a horse. She's not a horse. She's a pugilist. So good luck. And we're all here. The The... Crazy scenes here. No, you've got 14 different people wearing musto jackets because they've gotten the air coach from Kilorglin. This is madness. Nevertheless, I arrive into the house. Mr. and Mrs. Roast are standing by the stove, okay? Mrs. Roast, uh, like, as in, this is my girlfriend's mother, by the way. She generally, when she watches TV, she likes to put her feet in this, like, basin of Luke warm water. Um, she got, gets really bad corns and stuff. So... With the Albus oil, you know how it is. So anyway, she's over there watching like Jenny Jones and Emmerdale and her usual stories. So I go up to the dad then first, strike up a conversation. And he's giving it the old cork stuff, because that's what cork people do, you know? Excuse me? Don't say the Stop. Stop. I'm recording. So at this point, I have no option. Other then to go over and speak to Nana Roast. At this point, bear in mind, it's a Saturday evening. Nana Roast has been turned twice. She's had two Murray Mints and one Ice Gem. She is the hardest person to approach in the room. And I walk over. I know what you're thinking. This is going to be a disaster. She's got the curlers in. She's watching Ryan. She has no interest in me. 
but I pursued and I looked at her and I said, Nana Rose, I'm going to marry your daughter. And she said, Mark, that's my younger sister. She stood up in her Leinster dressing gown. A solitary tear drips down her eye. She shuffles her shoulders. Her left breast becomes visible. To reveal a what do you like Siobhan jumper. Oh Mark, I never knew you could dance like this. We're not dancing, we're just dreaming. She stands up, takes one wet foot out of the basin. She takes a second foot outside of the basin. I start moving, I start dancing. Hair slicked back. Dick slicked back. Papa Rose in the corner reaching for 50 euros for the Patreon. Meeting your girlfriend's parents is very rough and very hard. Everyone's chanting, Mark, Mark. Oh, I, I was always the misunderstood artist, but now I'm finally understood. Not just the understudy of the ex, not just a boy who didn't study. Next. Oh, Nana Rose. She smells of Murray Mints and depression. Uh, sorry, Mark, you're actually in your bedroom here. This never happened. What the hell is going on here? Quite literally, my only source of revenue in existence now. So uh, if you enjoy the show, please, please subscribe to the Patreon. And on that note, uh, the winner of the Leinster jersey competition is Kean Hegarty. I mean, I'm, I feel like it's... I feel bad if we don't give it to Kean, but uh, Jesus, he needs to fucking sort his shit out because he has won this competition and he has yet to accept his prize although I did say by 9 o'clock and to be fair it's now a quarter to 10 and we're only releasing the show now so Kean, we'll give you another 24 hours otherwise the Leinster jersey is going out to somebody else anyway thank you everyone for supporting it means literally the world to me as you know um the winner of the Scrum Diddleys competition, just to let you know, is somebody called Sharon Donovan. Um, Sharon, congratulations, you have won a year's supply of ice cream, which is potentially the best and worst thing 
in the world for your body so I hope you enjoy it but most importantly thank you everybody else for listening I really appreciate it if you're not on the Patreon yet please consider it we're going to be doing I'm going to be doing a Wednesday show every week uh, I release all of uh, my playlists and stuff there of songs that I put up on my Instagram thank you so much I also sorry I went on Twitter which I shouldn't have done but I went on Twitter recently and I searched my name which I know is pathetically indulgent but some guy said used to love the Mark Megan podcast uh, now I can't because his voice is ridiculous and let's be honest here that's absolutely a yeah.